Hello, this is a podcast version of Harry Hardy's show on Lionheart Radio. Listen to the full show every week, Thursdays at 6pm on lionheartradio.com. Enjoy the podcast. Which of these two objects is bigger, Eamon Holmes's ego or Eamon Holmes's bum? His bum. Oh, I'm sure that'll get you a job. This show is available in podcast form. No one will listen to it. Absolutely no one. Sick of my life. It's astonishing, it's nasty, and it's flipping back. Good evening, Anik Dwellers. How are you doing? Harry Hardy here on Lionheart Radio with another Thursday evening fun show for you. Uh, Strap yourselves in. This is a fun one. Yes, it is. You're going to have a lot of fun for the next hour on this show. You don't want to listen to anything else on the radio at all, even for the rest of the day. After this show has been and gone, switch off the radio, in my opinion. It's not going to get better than this show right here. And don't even watch telly either, or don't even do anything. Just go to bed as soon as this show is finished, because this is the best thing you're going to hear all week. My name is Harry Hardy. This is Lionheart Radio 107.3 FM from the town of Annick to the town of Annick, live, pre-recorded on the radio for you right now, lionheartradio.com, all over the world, accessible via the medium that is the internet. I've heard it's catching on the internet. Lionheart Radio, we're at the, the forefront of the internet radio revolution it's happening right here uh what about what do i have in store for you other than carping on and rambling lots of things actually i have uh, a very important person answering a very important question very soon on the show a celebrity someone famous a millionaire possibly they're going to be on the show answering a very important question stick around for that it's happening very soon after that lionheart radio's resident video game reviewer lawrence cretton is going to file a report um, he has been playing video games all week. It's what he does. He's just a big nerd, big sweaty, pale, sort of n- not a pleasant smelling nerd. That's what he is. He's been playing games all week. It's his job, apparently. That's what he gets paid to do. He's a he's a video game journalist, and he's exclusively filing reports for here us at Lionheart Radio. We're quite lucky, but not that lucky because we have to interact with Lawrence Cretton, and he's nasty man, nasty nasty man. But he's here with a review coming shortly and then of course at the end of the show like always a round of the world's worst radio quiz the world's worst radio quiz exclusive to Lionheart Radio you've not heard anything this bad on the radio before honestly it's a terrible quiz 10 questions no tension no fun no prize and this week absolutely zero interest from the contestant as well stick around for that it's a doozy it's a classic one it's already a classic brilliant this is a show to remember right here guys you tuned in to the right place a song not often heard on the radio or at least not in its uh, censored form like you just heard it there don't bother complaining there weren't any swear words it was the radio friendly donkey edit of that song you won't find anything offensive in there if you go back don't even bother you've got no grounds for complaint honestly you don't. Uh, Bloodhound Gang, Fire, Water, Burn, as I said. The donkey edit. It's got donkey noises over where the swears are. The swears are, are taken out. No swear words. Just pipe down. Uh, Harry Hardy here on Lionheart Radio, taking a slightly confrontational tone. Uh, apologies. I uh, hope you're well this evening. Thank you very much for joining me on the show. We are now up to our knees in the show. The show has begun. We're starting to get, to get um, sort of 
drenched in the show. We're up to our knees. It, we can we can feel it. It's sort of we're gonna have to. It's a good job we've got shorts on and wellies. We're up to our knees in the show. And before long, it's gonna be above our heads, over our heads. The show is just gonna swamp us. But that's fine. It's okay. I'm here to guide you through the show. You've got nothing to fear. You're not going to get drowned in the show. I promise you, as long as I'm here to guide you through it, we're going to be safe. It's going to be fine. Everything's all right. And now I'm going to guide you into the next part of the show. Please hold my hand as we approach the um, the point in the show where we meet our very important person this week. We have had many very important people on the show answering our very important question um, the past month or so. They've been mainly... And when I say mainly, they've all been television chefs. We've had Delia Smith. We've had, um, who else? We had Regino DeCampo. We had Lloyd Grossman, I think, at one point, I think. We had, uh, last week, Gordon Ramsay. He was on the show. This week is no different. We have another television chef, um, none other than the naked chef himself, Jamie Oliver. He is on the show here uh, as our very important person, answering our very important question. Jamie Oliver is here, the naked chef. Um, don't worry, he's put some clothes on. Uh, he's not naked tonight. <laughs> he's got, he's fully dressed, actually. Um, you can't have naked people on the radio because it's against uh, radio rules. You can't be naked and be on the radio. Um, that's just the, the law of um, the airwaves. It's just It's just true. It's a fact. Um, you can look it up yourself. You can't be nude and on, on the radio. Jamie Oliver is here, um, formerly the face of Sainsbury's Supermarkets. Um, and what else has he done? Uh, all sorts of programmes. All so You know Jamie Oliver. You know him. You love him. You you, you love the, how he stole turkey twizzlers off of school children back in the heyday and uh, then banned fizzy drinks and then had a restaurant chain that collapsed. You know and love him from all of those things. Uh, he's here right now on Lionheart Radio. Good grief, how did we manage to book him? I don't know. I've, I've pulled many strings to get Jamie Oliver on this evening. He is here to answer our very important question, which is, of course, as always, what are you having for your tea this evening? It's tea time right now. Everyone's thinking about their tea. If they're not thinking about it, they're having their tea. It's just a fact. Um, tea time is happening right now across the nation, but most importantly, across Anik. Everyone in Anik is having tea right now. Um, and Jamie Oliver is one of them, even though he's not in Anik. Um, you might have visited Anik at one point. I don't know. You might have went to uh, the Treehouse uh, restaurant in the gardens. I don't know. You might have went to the Sainsbury's at Willowburn. Maybe. Who knows? Who knows? Only Jamie Oliver knows for certain. Uh, Jamie Oliver, please answer the very important question. Uh, after this terrible sounding, low quality, 20 second drum roll that just feels like it goes on and on and on and on forever. And it's got a glitch in the middle of it, a bad edit point um, where someone must have extended the drum roll to make it last 20 seconds or sh shortened it down to make it last 20 seconds and they didn't hide the edit properly. I could have done a better job um, personally, but... Um, I'm just saying. Uh, Jamie Oliver, please answer right now. What are you having for your tea this evening? Please answer right now. Aha! 
I knew it. I knew that he has them. Ah, ha <laughs> ha. Got you, Jamie Oliver. Hook, line and sinker. Join me at the same time next week. We'll have another VIP answering the very same VIQ. <laughs> Another song not often heard on Lionheart Radio. System of a Down Chop Suey. You're welcome, Anik. You're welcome. That's my little gift to you. I'm Harry Hardy. Thanks for sticking around um, for the show this evening. Nice to have you on board. It really is. Cheers for listening. Hey, imagine what a video game reviewer on a community radio station would sound like. Hmm. Can you picture in your head what that would sound like? Hey. You don't need to picture it any longer. This is Lawrence Cretton, Lionheart Radio's resident video game reviewer. And here is Lawrence's weekly video game review roundup for you. Good evening, you human slug. My name is Lawrence Cretin, and I'm back here once again on this grotesque car crash of a radio show to tell you what games you should be spending all your time playing this week. You should listen to me because I'm an expert on video games and I've won awards. Lots and lots of shiny, beautiful awards. I'm talking trophies, medals, certificates, the lot. Name an award and I bet you that I've won one. Go on, name one. No, not that one. No, not that one either. No, I'm talking video game journalism awards, the only type of awards that matter. I've won them all. They don't even bother giving out video game journalism awards because I just keep winning them. I've had to build a special shed to store all of my many, many, many awards just because I've got so many of them. Are you jealous of me? Good, you should be. I am brilliant. I'm going to give you a red-hot serving of my award-winning video game expertise in three, two, one. First game I'm casting my gaze over this week is Mincecraft, out now on every system ever made and most systems that haven't even been made yet. This is an update to the mining and crafting game that everyone knows and loves and has played to death for the last decade or so, Minecraft. The game in which you mine and craft things. In this new game, Mincecraft, you do a lot of mining and crafting too, except you do it all with mints. The food, mints, meaty mints, mints. That's right, mints. In Mincecraft, you make buildings by harvesting large amounts of beef, lamb, pork and sometimes turkey as well, grinding the meat into sweet, sweet mince, sculpting said mince into large cube blocks and then stacking those blocks on top of each other to make awful buildings made of meat. Allow me to be honest with you here, listener. This game is terrible. Every aspect of the game is bad, from the interactive animal slaughtering experience to the handling of meaty bricks dripping in cold, smelly blood. There is not one part of this game that I would say is enjoyable. For a children's game, I'd say that there is perhaps a little too much graphic animal death in it. Mincecraft is better at putting you off your tea than one of those leaflets that Peter activists hand to you when you're walking down the street. 
I hate this game very, very much. I rate Mincecraft one star out of five. Avoid this game at all costs. Next course on my menu of gaming stuff is The Crown, the game, out now on games consoles and computers as well. Internet video streaming behemoth Netflix are cashing in on the popularity of their overrated historical royal drama and are dragging it kicking and screaming to a video game system near you. Play as some of the most boring historical figures during some of their most boring periods of history in the world's most boring country. Yawn in disbelief as your TV screens show you digital versions of such fascinating characters as Princess Anne, Camilla Parker Bowles and Dennis Thatcher. What do you do in The Crown the game? Good question. Who knows? And who the hell actually cares? We've all lived through the reign of Queen Elizabeth II, so why on earth would anyone want to live through it again? It's dull, it's pants and naff and rubbish. And this game is the same too. Don't play this game, don't watch The Crown, and don't pay for a Netflix subscription. Do something else instead. Play a different game, or just watch Bake Off or something, or read a book. Just do something else. Don't pay any attention to this dreary, lame, awful attempt to convince the masses that the royal family are something more than a shady collection of work-shy toffs who should be adored and celebrated by us, the morons that allow them to thrive. Don't buy it, guys. And don't buy this game either. I rate the crown of the game one star out of five. It's bad. And finally, let's take a look at Cyberpunk 2077, out now on some stuff in the future. As you may be aware, if you're into your video game stuff as much as old Lawrence is, you will know that Cyberpunk 2077 is a long-awaited game that has been blighted with delays. The developers CD Projekt insist that Cyberpunk 2077 is finally coming out on December the 10th and I am able to exclusively tell you tonight on this show that Cyberpunk 2077 is definitely coming out on December the 10th. 2077. That's right, Cyberpunk 2077 has been delayed yet again, this time to the year 2077. You won't play this game for another 57 years, and by then, we probably would have all died of Covid or from Brexit. Nice one, CD Projekt, you've ruined Christmas. What a set of plums. And that's that for this week. I've been Lawrence Cretin, and you have been you, whoever you are. I don't care who you are, and I'll probably never meet you in real life, and I honest to God hope that I never do. Please stay away from me. Goodbye. Hey, listeners. Hey, 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 hey. Um, we're at the point of the show where it's time for the world's worst radio quiz. Are you excited? Blinking heck, I'm excited. I cannot wait to hear the world's worst radio quiz this week. Little note, though, um, this episode, this instalment of the world's worst radio quiz is marred by technical issues. Um, I somehow managed to record this, um, quiz that you're about to hear using my NAF, um, microphone built into my laptop. I thought I was using this fancy microphone that I'm using right now to talk to you. I thought I had that plugged in. I thought it was working all nicely. No, no, I was using all along my uh, 
my rubbish um, inbuilt laptop microphone. Whoopsie daisy. So it's going to be a little bit difficult to hear me during the course of this uh, this quiz that you're about to hear. And uh, during the quiz, I had the absolute gall to tell the contestant that their microphone sounded poor and that they should have moved closer to the microphone. So please keep an ear out for that amazing um, just hypocrisy. You're gonna you're gonna love it when it happens. So apologies that it doesn't sound as fantastic as it should have done. Whoops, whoopsie daisy. You're still gonna enjoy it though. I promise you. Here is the world's worst radio quiz. Once again, back on your favourite radio station, Lionheart Radio, with me, your favourite radio boy, Harry Hardy. This is the World's Worst Radio Quiz. Everyone knows about the World's Worst Radio Quiz, don't they? Yes, they do. What do you mean you don't know? Well, let me tell you right now. Ten questions, no tension, no fun, no prize. That is the definition of the World's Worst Radio Quiz right there. It's more of an an explanation rather than a definition. I don't know what I'm saying. I've just woken up. Hey, we've got a contestant on the line here. Hello, contestant. Please make yourself known. Hello again. Oh, God, you again. Yep. How many times is it now, Tom? Uh, I want to say five. I think I think it's five. I think you're right to say five. I just love quizzing. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm grateful that you always uh, answer my call, Tom. Yep, always. Always. I, I will find different always. people one day. I mean, you're, you're good value, Tom. We always get a laugh out of you. I am. You, you, well, it's, a bit, it's a bit big-headed of you to say it, but, you know, I was giving I you a compliment. You know what? I don't care. Fair enough. Fair enough, Tom. Um, I'm going to give you an opportunity right now, Tom, to uh, insinuate that I'm some sort of fascist like you normally do. This is your window of opportunity I'm, I'm right gonna, now. I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait because I, as you know it, I call it like I see it. Fair enough. Okay, well, I, I am I'm prepared. I'm fully prepared for any... Um, charges you uh, make against me today on the quiz. Um, I'm not going to take any of your nonsense, Tom. I'm going to give it back <laughs> as uh, good as I get it, okay? You're going to give... played this quiz before. <laughs> yeah, so? I've done yeah. more of these quizzes than you've done. I, I'm i aware. I've done 100% of all the quizzes. I, I know about nonsense in with. You're going to do your little spiel in a minute. Which which spiel yeah. is that, Tom? Which spiel are you talking about? Your, your little your little spiel where you tell me that uh, everything's nonsense and right. it doesn't mean anything. It means something, Tom. This quiz does mean something to a lot of people. For a lot of people, Tom, this <laughs> this quiz <laughs> is uh, the only thing that they live for, and uh, that's why I've got this duty here on Lionheart to do the quiz for them, so it's a bit harsh of you to say that it doesn't well, mean anything. Well, well, you know what? You know what? Yeah? I didn't know that. Well, now you do. I apologise. Good. I hope you feel absolutely uh, terrible. Let's 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 put a smile on some people's faces then, Harry. That's a great idea. Speaking of my spiel, do you want to hear my spiel? Yeah, go on. Alright, well, here's my spiel. There is no prize at all for taking part in the World's Worst Radio Quiz. No one who takes part can actually win. Everyone who takes part in the quiz is a personal friend of mine who was chosen by me. Therefore, listeners cannot apply to take part in the World's Worst Radio Quiz. This is all a fabricated construct. And this entire feature, Tom, if not this entire programme, Tom, 
is a joke, Tom. Tom, do you understand, Tom? I completely understand the joke. <laughs> the joke has been hammered into you, Tom, more than most people. I am well aware. You sound well weathered to the joke. The joke is uh, is just bouncing off you like rain on a varnished table. Correctamundo. Brilliant, Tom. I'm gonna I'm gonna play some dramatic music, and I want you to react to it, Tom, when you hear the dramatic music. Are you, gonna, are you prepared to hear the dramatic music? I'm prepared to hear the dramatic music. I'm gonna. <laughs> you sound so bored. I'm tired. <laughs> Same. Continue. You've got to fake it to make it, Tom. I'm, I'm doing it. I'm okay. doing it. I'm going to play the dramatic music, Tom, in three, two, one. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, my. We've got George Takei on the line there. A little, little bit of George Takei. Question one, on, Tom. On this Thursday evening? Thursday evening, that's correct, yep. Well done, me. Well done, you. You finally. Well done, me. Five times you've been on, you finally remembered what day of the week and what sort of rough time of the day this show is on. Well done, Tom, well done. Ah, uh, you know, sometimes I amaze myself. Even a stopped clock is right twice a day, Tom. That's what they yes. say. But it doesn't really apply to this situation. Anyway, question one, Tom. What is your favourite type of cable, lead, wire, or cord? I like a good HDMI cable. I see, I thought you'd say that, Tom. I thought you'd try and trick me by saying HDMI. I've got it under good authority, Tom, that you're a big SCART cable fan. Oh. I know that you, like, you still, to this day, in the year 2020, you still use a SCART cable wherever possible. I cannot tell a lie. Well, you just did, actually. Like Honest Abe, I do like a good SCART cable. The pretty colours. No, very pretty. Pretty colours? What colours do the SCART cable come in? Uh, you've, you've you've got the the red bit, the yellow bit, and and oh Tom, don't even get what? me started. That's not a SCART cable, lad. You're describing either a composite cable or a component cable with like the that's... white, yellow, red. A SCART cable that's one. It's like a rectangular bit with a sort of like a little like sort of corner on the end of it with like the pins inside it. Don't make me send you a photo of a SCART cable, Tom. Would would you look at that? I've I've lied to you twice. <laughs> You're going to get negative points the way you're going, and you're only, only on question one. Has anyone got negative points before? No, but there's a first time for everything, isn't there? Hello, I think we might be. Yeah. You're cruising for a bruising, Tom. Number two. Oh, Number two. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Number two. Are you a vegan? No. Are you sure? Positive. Mm. I'm interested to see the way you spin this. I feel there may be a a I, little I think a little th- bout of fascism coming. <laughs> I think you should I perhaps call it like I see it. You do, Tom. I'm not going to score you uh, any points for that one because I think you might actually be a vegan secretly. Fair enough. Yeah, yeah. Fair enough. Really? No, I, not at all. I thought you'd call it like you see it. You just said fair enough. You've allowed me. Uh, to get away with my fascism, much like the Republican Party are currently letting Donald Trump get away with whatever horrendous stuff he's getting away with right now. Uh, question three. What's the worst job you've ever had? Uh, door-to-door salesman. Mm, what did that entail? Uh, selling things door-to-door. 
For, for which company, Tom? Uh, was it like Betterware or was it like Avon? It was those Jamie Oliver food boxes. Was it really? It was. <laughs> you sound hesitant to out your previous employer. I, I, am, I am a little hesitant because it wasn't the actual product that there was the problem. It was just the, 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 the actual nature of selling things door to door. Well, Tom, unfortunately, I've got it here that you were a Victorian chimney sweep once and uh, that was the worst job you've ever had, being set up chimneys as a young boy. Oh, cool. Blimey, Governor. Where'd you dig that up? <laughs> That was what you said. Yeah. It's nice to uh, hear you've still got the passer. It never oh, leaves you. It never really leaves you, Governor. You can take the boy out of the chimney, but you can't take the chimney out of the boy, eh, Tom? No, you definitely can't. No. Question number. It's num in my lungs. Oh, God. Get well soon. Question number four, Tom. <laughs> On the topic of getting well soon, paracetamol is great if you have a headache, but hardly anyone knows why it works. Do you know why? No. Well, I think you do and you're hiding trade secrets from everyone, Tom. Zero points. Question number five. Do you own a microwave oven? Yes. Okay. Do you want to demonstrate that you own one? You know what? No. You don't? You don't? Just, no, because I'll have to get up from my chair. And, right. and I've, I'm prepared to do a lot of things for you, Harry, but not that. <laughs> you don't want to get up the out of your chair for me. No, I've already got out of bed for you. That's, that's kind of you. It is. You have done a lot for me uh, this morning, Tom, already. This, uh, this evening. Whoops. We're not recording this <clears> in the morning. Whoops. Um, <clears throat> I did earlier say that I've just woken up. I think people do know that this isn't the morning, uh, really. People aren't that's stupid. okay, then. Um, so you don't own a microwave. You gave me two answers there. You, first, you said you did own a microwave oven, and then you took it back. You don't own a microwave uh, oven. That's, that's actually not true. Um... Much like your usual fascist rhetoric, um, call it like I see it. Boom. Uh, what I actually did was said I owned a microwave, but then said I wasn't willing to prove that I owned a microwave. That's correct. You did say that, Tom. And, and I assume either way, I either don't get a point or lose a point. Um, you don't get a point in this instance, Tom. But you are. No. You're on course to lose a point. <laughs> you're still on course. For the time being, you're still on a, a flat zero. It could peak below to minus one if you carry on with this uh, gobbiness, okay? Fair enough. Fair enough. Number six, Tom. Continue. I'm continuing right now. Number six, Tom. Lloyd's Pharmacy, Superdrug and Boots are all names of high street chemists. With this in mind, Tom, have you ever been to Warrington before? Have I ever been to where? Warrington? Warrington, Tom. I have many, many times. What did you do in Warrington? There's no there of any interest. Uh, well, there's actually um, popular theme park destination Gulliver's World. There's, they've got them everywhere. There's one of those in Derbyshire, Tom. Yes, I'm aware, but there's also one and that's the one I went to. And what, what did you think? It sounds to me, Tom, like you didn't actually go to Warrington. It sounds to me like you actually went to Derbyshire instead. No, I went, it was definitely the one in Warrington. No, I think you might have went to Derbyshire and got confused. No. Zero points, no. Tom McManus. Zero points, Tom McManus. Question number seven. Please describe to me in no more than three words the current state of your life. 
And please be, remember, Tom, we're on the radio. Mm. Uh... <laughs> Could you please get about, like, um, within a mile of your microphone, please? I, I'm, I'm as close as I can be to it. Okay. Uh, that's a lie right there. You just you just said a lot. You were very you sounded very distant from your microphone. So I'm docking you a point right now. You are currently on minus one point. Fair enough. The lowest anyone's ever scored. Now, Tom, please tell me in three words. You creative writing student. <laughs> three words. <laughs> what's, the, what's the current state of your life? <laughs> that tickled you. Now I have to say something good. <laughs> Give me three eloquent, almost Shakespearean words. <laughs> uh, Very flowery words. Pious. Pious. <laughs> Your life is pious. My life is pious. <laughs> okay. It's. <laughs> <laughs> is it really? And and by that, I'm just mean in the traditional old English sense of. Someone who eats a lot of pies. Oh, pie. Oh, I see. Okay, I get you right. Okay. My life's quite pious in that sense as well. Yeah. Yeah. Two more words. I had a pucker pie for like the oh. first time in ages the other day. And how, how was it? Was it pucker? Mm, it's not as good as Holland's pies. No. Um, Holland's pies are better than pucker pies. This is going to sound like advertising, but it's not. I've, I've survived mainly on Morrison's uh, sort of uh, meat counter uh, pies over the last uh, time. Yeah. I, I, yeah. They, they sell, they market things as pies, mm. but they're really like pasties. Yeah, I don't agree with that. I'm, I'm, I'm on about I don't, like the, I the, don't. I, I, I really hate, and, and I apologise to go off topic, but this needs to be said. Go on then, this is your when, platform. When someone markets something as like a steak pie, yeah, and it's really just like a meat and potato Cornish pasty style pie. Mm. Yeah, I agree with you, I that hate that as well. It, it gets my goat, Tom. That's not a pie. Winds me up. It's a pasty, so a beige. A pie has a lid on it, and sometimes it has like a, you know, a foil like dish. That, that defines a pie. Yeah. In my opinion, I totally agree with you. A pasty is not a pie, is it? It's a pasty. Yeah. It's not. Uh, two more words, please, Tom, to describe how your life is. Uh. Miffed. Miffed. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say miffed. Okay. Um, main, mainly about how I keep buying pies that uh, are really just pasties. Yes. I mean, a I pasty is delicious. Keep, I don't know why I keep falling for it, Harry. A, a pasty is delicious. You can't deny that. Not when you want a pie. It's mm. not. It's perfect if you want a pasty. It's just not the same. Yeah. I agree. One more mm. word, please. And benevolent. Benevolent. Because so I'm sharing my knowledge with, with the world. <laughs> so your life is currently pious, miffed, and benevolent. Yes. Hmm. Um, well, I take. Uh, I, I've got a problem with one of those words, Tom. I don't believe that your life actually is pious. Um, so I think uh, you just, on the spot, made up, not made up, just thought of the first sort of 
fancy sounding word you could think of. Can I, can I just very quickly Google the definition of pious? I've already done it, Tom, right here. Um, deeply religious. Adjective. Deeply religious. Used in the sentence, a deeply pious woman. Devoutly religious, it says, actually. I misread that. Um, so you are currently devoutly religious in your life. Hmm. But it also has a second definition. Sincere, it, but unlikely to be fulfilled. So maybe it does sort of work. I mean, to be fair, we're all, if that's the second definition of pious, I say we're all a little bit pious at the moment. I suppose so. Imagine a, a priest who feels uh, pious at the minute, the second definition. He's someone who is pious, yet is pious. Why would it? Why would it? Why would a priest be listening to fascist radio? This isn't fascist radio. This is Lionheart Radio, Tom. <laughs> I'm pretty sure we've already established no. this is a radio station for fascists. No, it's not. This is a radio station for nice. Are you people. sure about that? Yes, it's a radio station mainly for grandparents and people who, who live in care homes and don't know how to change the channel on the radio. This is what this oh. radio station is for, Tom. All oh, right. Okay. Not fascist. If you want fascist FM, that's um, 107.4 FM. This is Lionheart Radio, 107.3. <laughs> okay? You sound you sound like you're ready to go back to bed. You know what? Hmm? There's a very good chance that I will. Well, you've got three more questions, Tom. Number eight. <laughs> Number eight. Who is better, Alan Carr or Justin Lee Collins? Alan Carr? Yeah, by far, by far. Zero points there because I can't take uh, any sort of personal preference, Tom. That's no. just how it is. Number nine, Fair what's enough. your favourite vegetable? Uh, the parsnip. <laughs> oh, really? I like a parsnip. No, you like a potato. You're a simple man, Tom. Simple man, simple <laughs> pleasures. <laughs> simple man, simple pleasures. That's what they say about you, Tom. You know what? You are right. I am right, and that's why I, I don't. I, you know, I tell it like it is, Tom. Much like I yourself. Don't know, I don't know. I don't know why I doubted you. <laughs> <laughs> Number ten, final question. Tom McManus here on the radio this evening. What do you think George Lamb is doing right now? George Lamb is in Larry Lamb's son. Son of Larry Lamb. presents things on the telly. Yeah, he used to present a lot of things on the telly. He doesn't present as many things now. He's sort of fallen out of favour with what, the television. Why does he not present things on the telly anymore? Well, you know what? I've got an anecdote about uh, George Lamb. But, uh, oh, I don't go think on. It's, it's not for the radio. I don't think I can tell oh, you. Oh, is it not? No. I, 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 oh. I, I sort of had to... I've dealt with him and Larry Lamb at a previous uh, job. And uh, Ooh. I'm not much impressed with them. I don't oh. think they're very good. Why, why, why do all your celebrity stories end like that? Uh, not all of them. Joe Pasquale's amazing. Is he? Yeah, Joe Pasquale. Joe Pasquale is a very nice man. I guess you'd have to be, wouldn't you? Well, I suppose so. Um, what's George Lamb doing now? Um, he's having a little. He's having his little post wake up nap. Oh. Yeah. Oh, these little little lammies, all curled up. That's not true, Tom. What George Lamb? By a fire. No, it's not true. It's not by a fire. He's not. It sounds very cute, very serene. The the picture you're painting with words, very nice. You truly are a creative writing student. Um, what George Lamb is actually doing right now? He's got a machine gun, Tom, and he's in a nearby field, and he's just gunning down the local fauna. (laughs) Oh dear. Like Rambo, and he's not wearing any clothes when he's doing it. <laughs> Very nasty. 
You Tom. really do know George Lang. I do, very, very well. I can see him from my window here in the fields up here in the north. Oh, right, okay. Is that is that why... Uh, yeah, that's why. Why he's in the quiz. That's why he's in the quiz. Tom, somehow you've managed to get minus one point. <laughs> Well, I don't know where the somehow to come from. I've been expecting it since around about question one, to be honest. <laughs> you did anticipate it very early doors. Uh, so you've got uh, minus one. Tom, uh, you can uh, gamble your negative points for a prize this evening. I know I carped on about there not being a prize, but there is a prize on the table for you should you choose to gamble your negative one points for it. Do you want to hear what your prize could be? Oh... Yes, please. It's kind of relevant, actually, to what we've been talking about. You could win tonight on Lionheart Radio. Tom, Is it George Lamb? It's not George Lamb, no. It's a delicious new steak bake, courtesy of our good friends at Greg's PLC. Tom, does that sound like a tasty treat for you? That sounds fine. Greg's put gravy in the steak bake, so I'm okay Mm, with that. Greg's steak bake is by far one of the best steak bakes that uh, Greg's make. Um, What? I don't know. Uh, Here's your gamble question, Tom. Do tell. Are you ready for it? Yes. How ready are you on a scale of 1 to 10, Tom? Oh, so ready. Here it is. Here it is. Tom McManus on the radio tonight. What do the letters and the acronym B and M stand for? B and M, Tom, what do they stand for? I believe it's um, bargains and multiculturalism. Do you think it's bargains and multiculturalism? Yes. Wow. That sounds like a very good shop, Tom. It does. B&M actually stands for Burger King, all one word, and McDonald's, Tom, you've got it wrong. Oh, 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 you silly swine. Oh. 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 Are you disappointed in yourself? You should be. Oh. What, what, What did I lose out on? Steak bake. Oh. It's gone in the bin, Tom. Oh. I've spat on it. Oh. <sighs> well, that's that done. <laughs> it is. Tom McManus, thank you very much for your time. Oh. That was that was a very sombre farewell. Uh, do, do you want a different farewell? I can have one more upbeat, please. <laughs> Tom, thank you so much for your time this evening. Ah, that's better. A little bit, little bit of gratitude in the voice as well. Do you, want, I, do you want extra gratitude? No, no, that's that's quite enough gratitude for me. I could do a better one. I could do a better one. Yeah. Oh, go on then. <laughs> Tom, thank you so much for your time this evening. Honest to God, thanks, Tom. Ah, oh. ah, oh, you're welcome, Harry. No worries. You no. are welcome. Yeah. Get lost. Yeah, fair enough. Tune in to Harry's show every Thursday at 6pm on lionheartradio.com. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye.